Shalom to all. Today's office is getting Daf Lamed, and we are starting about the third line with the words Ahuda Amar. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Mirim, Sarabas, Rabbi Yaakov, Maisha, her Nishama should have an Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yechmiel, Mardachab, and Rabchaim, his Nishama should have an Aliyah. And we have two cases that have to do with it tonight by a get. Ahuda Amar, there was a fellow that said, If I don't come back by 30 days, Lahavagita, this should be a valid get. Also, he came back, but Mavra, the river crossing prevented him from fully coming back. He was on the other side of the river. He wanted to come back to town, but the ferry simply wasn't working that day. Amr al told everyone standing on the other side, See that I've come back. I'm here, guys. He's jumping up and down, waving his hands, telling everyone that he's back. Amr Shmuel Shmuel said, That's not considered coming back. He should have known that there was often problems with the ferry, and the fact that he didn't take that into Cheshbin means that it's his fault, and it's not considered like coming back, and therefore it's a valid get. Another scenario, there was a fellow that told people, If I'm not Mephias her, if I don't appease her, if I don't reconcile with her by 30 days, so then it's a get. Azal Paisa, he went and was Mephias her. He spoke to her. He sent friends to speak to her. But she didn't want to accept that appeasement. She didn't want to reconcile with him. Amar Yosef, Rav Yosef said, if he would have given her three kaf of dinarim, would she not have reconciled with him? Of course she would have. And since he didn't give her this very large gift of money, it's his fault that there was no reconciliation, and therefore it's a valid get. Now, Kadamri Sam said the other way around. Amar Yosef, Rav Yosef said, does he have to give her three kaf of dinarim in order to mephias her? He attempted to be mephias her. He spoke to her. He sent friends to her. And she didn't want to accept that. That's not his fault. And therefore, it's not a get. Now, we just explain these two different versions in Rav Yosef. The second version is according to the Ma'ad Amr that we say yes, Aynas Begetin, and therefore Hikatayne, it's an Aynas that she didn't accept my reconciliation, and therefore it's not a valid get. Hakamanda Amr, Ain Aynas Begetin. The first version of Rav Yosef is according to the Ma'ad Amr that we say Ain Aynas Begetin, which means he can't Taina, it's an Aynas, and therefore it's a valid get. And moving on to Brandon Meshta. The Meshta tells us, Hamalfamais is a Kain Vesalevi Vesani, a person who lent money to a Kain, Olevi, or an Ani, Leah is Mafrashalein Mechelkan, and the payback would be that he would separate for the loan from their portions. Mafrashalein Becheskas Shenkayamin. He could separate from their portions for this loan based on the assumption that they're still alive. And it doesn't have to be that the Kain or Levi died, or that the Ani became wealthy. So let's just clarify what's being said over here. A Yisrael lent a Kain money with the stipulation that he would separate Truma and just keep it for himself up until the loan is paid off. And also, what's important here is that the Yisrael set a price. So let's use apples, for example. He lent the Kain $10 and stipulated that he would separate Truma for the loan payback at $1 per apple. So Yisrael gets to separate 10 apples for Truma and keep those for himself as opposed to giving them to the Kain. And the same thing with the Levi and Meiser and Ani with Meiser Ani. And what our message just said is that when he's separating these apples, he can assume that the Kain and Levi are still alive and he also can assume that the Ani is still an Ani and therefore they are deserving of these portions. However, Mesu, let's say he knows that they died, he has to get permission from their Yarshim that he's able to separate, let's say for example, the Truma and then use that as loan payback. And the reason why, as we're going to see in the Gemara, is because children are not necessarily Chayiv to pay their parents loan back. However, if this loan took place in front of Bezdin, so then this Yisrael does not have to get permission from the Yarshim, and he can still get his loan paid back. And this is because Zif Bezdin places Kain's Chayf on all Kaihanim. And the reason why they would do that is because it's for the benefit of the Kaihanim that this Yisrael's halva gets paid back, or else the Kaihanim might be hard-pressed to find people to lend them money. But now the Gemara asks on the Mishnah, the Yisrael is able to separate this Truma, for example, even though it never went to the hands of the Kain? How is that possible? It's not like the Kain received the truma and then gave it back to the Yisrael as payment for his loan. So how is the Yisrael just able to separate truma and then keep it for himself? There was never anything that was given to the kind that he was able to give back for his loan payback. So now we're going to have three answers. Amarav, he answers, Makari Kuna We're talking about his friend who's a kind or levi, meaning he always gives his truma or miser to this kind or to this 
Levi. So it's as if it was already given to the Kain and then given back to him. Ushmul says, We're talking about where he was Mazaket to the Kain through somebody else. We know that Reuven can give something to Shimon, and Shimon can be kind of that for Levi. So it's the same thing over here. He didn't actually give the Truma to that Kain, he gave it to somebody else to be kind of for the Kain, and then that fellow gave it right back to him. Whereas Ula Amar, Ula answers differently. Hamani Rabbi who's our Mishnah, it's Rabbi Yaisi, to Amar Rabbi says, Asu that there are certain circumstances that even though halachically a person's not zaychen something, the Chalim say that he is like a zaycha, he is like he's being kainet or he's being zaychenet. And one of those examples is our Mishnah. Even though you're right, there was no zechi by the kain, he never got the truma. The Chalim said it's like he's being zaychenet, so that the Yisrael could be able to collect his payment. Now we just explain why all these Amirim don't hold like each other. Kulukravli Amri, they didn't want to say the grav because Makari like Atani. Our Mishnah doesn't say that we're talking about his friend, the kain or Levi. And Kashmulika Amri, the other two don't hold like Shmuel, the Mazaka like Atani, because our Mishnah doesn't say that he was Mazaka the Truma to with somebody else to be kainet for the kain. And Ka'ula Nami Amri, the other two don't say like Ula either, because they don't want to say it. The Mishnah is like Idas Yachid, which would be Rabbi Yaisu's Shita. So therefore, they all give their own explanation. Now, the Gemara is going to take with the Brisa, it's very similar to our Mishnah, and we're going to see from this Brisa that the loan being discussed is very different than a standard loan. Tanarban, we have a Brisa. Someone lends money to a kain, Levi, or Ani in order to be able to separate from their portions for the loan payback, like we said in the Mishnah. He could separate for his loan from their portions based on the assumption that they're probably still alive. Now, here's where we explain even more than the Mishnah. He could set a price with them like the lower price. means the Israel can stipulate that if the price drops, then the conditions of the loan change as well. So, let's say, for example, the price drops to 50 cents an apple, then the Israel is allowed to keep 20 apples for himself and not only 10. Furthermore, for there's no issues of ribbis over here. We know that ribbis is lending money with the understanding that a larger sum of money is going to be paid back, and this could technically be reviewed as ribbis because a kain is being lent $10, but the lender is receiving $20 worth of merchandise by the loan payback. So the Bryce is telling us that this is not considered ribbis. Furthermore, of Ein Shviyas Misham Tasoi, Shemitah does not drop this loan. We know that come Shemitah time, loans are dropped, and Ruvain doesn't have to pay Shemin back, for example. Over here, we do not say that, and the kain would still have to pay this loan back. Furthermore, Vimbalachsar Ein Chazer, if he wants to be Chazer from this arrangement, he's not allowed to, and we're going to explain who we're talking about over here. Also, if the owner, meaning the Yisrael, was Miyayish, for example, his crop dried up. So he told himself, Vaili the Chassar and Kiss, I'm never going to get my money because this year I'm not going to have any Truma to separate because my crop dried up. Ain Mafrashalayim, he's not let us separate from their portions, meaning let's say there was a nace and it rained and now his crop did grow, so he has Truma. He's not let us separate from that Truma for loan payback. Why? Because we're not allowed to separate on something that's Avud, and this loan is considered Avud because he was ready to be Yayish that he was going to get paid back. Now explain this Brisa bit by bit. Amar Amar, we had just said this Brisa, he gets out with them the lower price. The Gemara asks Pshita, why should he not be allowed to do that? The Gemara answers, Hakamash Mulan, the Chiddush of the Brisa is, even though the Yisrael never clearly stipulated with the Kayin that if the price drops, I'm going to collect based off of this lower price, it's as if he did do so, and he's still allowed to collect the loan based off of the lower price. We continue, we had said, there's no issue of ribbis here. Ask the Gemara, my time, why not? The answer is, since if he doesn't have, he doesn't have to give him, which means if there's no truma, for example, over here for the Israel to collect from, so the Kayin doesn't have to shell money out of his pocket because a loan payback arrangement was based solely off of truma and not off of anything else. So when there is truma to be used as payback, 
ain't by Mishum Rebis, there's no issue of Rebis. And the reason why is because this is very much structured like a sale as opposed to a loan. Basically, we view it as the kind selling his portion of Truma that he would be receiving later on for money given to him now. So since it's more like a sale as opposed to a loan, there's no issues of Rebis. Furthermore, we continue explaining the Brayasev, Shemitah doesn't cancel this loan. Why not? Because we wouldn't apply the Pasuk of Lo Yigais, which literally means don't press him. What does that mean? So when discussing a loan, Shemitah time, the Pasuk says Lo Yigais. One is not allowed to press the borrower for money because Shviyas was Meshamet the loan. It canceled the loan. Now this Pasuk tells us that in a scenario where the lender usually would press the borrower to pay him back, by Shemitah, he's not allowed to. But this Pasuk doesn't apply here because anyway, the Israel is not allowed to press the Kayin because we just said the Kayin is not have to personally pay the Israel back. The payment is coming out of the Truma, not from the Kayin personally. So therefore, this is not like a standard loan and that's why Shviyas is not going to cancel it. Continuing to explain the brass, we had said, if he wants to be Chayzer from this, he wants to retract from this arrangement, he's not allowed to do that. Now, Omar Papa, Papa clarifies, this is only talking about the Balabayas or the Kayin, meaning the Israel is not allowed to back out of this arrangement with the Kayin. If the Kayin wants to back out of this arrangement with the Balabayas, he is allowed to do so. And now, this is just like we see in a Mishnah. If Reuven and Shimon are involved in a transaction and Reuven gave Shimon money, but Shimon never took the Paris, he never took the fruit or the produce, so he's allowed to be Chaiser from that sale because the sale isn't considered valid by the money being paid. It's considered a real sale once Shimon takes that item. Now, the Kayin is the one that has a claim to the item over here, the item being Truma. Since the Truma rightfully belongs to him, even though the Truma is not here yet because the crop hasn't grown yet, he's the one that's able to say, I'm backing out. So even though the Israel paid him the money, since the Truma wasn't yet collected, the Kayin's able to back out of the deal if he would like to. And continue to explain the price that we had said, If the owner was Miyash, for example, we had said his crop had dried up, so if something happened and his crop regenerated and it did grow, he's not allowed to separate money for his loan because we're not allowed to separate Allah Avod. The Gemara's Pshita, that's obvious. Why should he be allowed to? He was ready Miyash. He already said, Whoa, I lost my money. This is terrible. So since he was Miyash, of course there's not going to be any way for him to collect his loan. The Gemara answers, The Kiddush is the Akun. We're talking about where the crop did grow a little bit. This word Akun is Lashon of Allah Bekaned, that the grain started growing a little bit. So you might have thought, Akanta Milsahi, that the fact that it started growing a little bit is considered like something, and the fact that it dried up after it started growing doesn't really mean anything, and that it most probably will regenerate and it will regrow, and therefore this fellow's Yish isn't really considered like a real Yish. Kamashman, the Kiddush is that once the Yisrael was Miyayish, it's considered 100% Yish, and now even though the crop did regenerate, he's not able to collect his loan from the Truma. And we continue to talk about this time. You have a Brazil, Someone who lends money to a kind of levy in Bezdin, again with the same arrangement that he's going to just take his payment from the Trumer Meiser, Umesu, and then this kind of levy died. He's allowed to separate his loan from the Trumer Meiser, the whole Shevet. In other words, even though this kind of levy died, so now technically there's no one that's high of him money, still, since someone in the Shevet rightfully deserves the Trumer Meiser that he's going to be taking for his loan payback, he's allowed to do so. And again, as we had said before, this is because of a Takana for the Kahanim and Levim, so that people will lend them money. Furthermore, Vesani Bezin, let's say he lent money to an Ani in Bezin, and he's going to be taking Maeser Ani for the loan payback, Umeis, and the Ani died, Mafrashal of Bechaskas Ani Yisrael, he could separate his Maeser Ani and keep it, Bechazaka, all the Ani in Yisrael, because he is going to have to give his Maeser Ani away. Now, Rabachi, Oimer Rabachi says, Bechaskas Ani Oilam, he's able to keep that Maeser Ani for himself, Bechaskas all Ani, not just Ani Yisrael. Now, ask the Gemara, my now, what's the difference between Rabbi Yazab and Yaakov and Rabachi? They're both saying that he's able to separate this Maeser Ani and keep it for himself, Bechaskas some sort of Ani. So, what's the difference between them? The difference is, Aniyei Kusim, if the only poor people in town are Kusim, and there's no poor Yidden in town. Now, this has to do with the Machlekes that we find all across shots regarding the Kusim, who were people brought to Eretz Yisrael by the king of Ashur, and they became Gerim due to lions attacking them.
them. So the question is if they're considered real gayrim or not. According to Ravachi, they are considered like real gayrim, so therefore we could give them Maeser Ani. Whereas according to Blyazib and Yaakov, they're not considered like real gayrim, so we can't give them Maeser Ani. Back to the Brysa, Hashir Ani. Let's say the Ani became wealthy. Ain Mafrashalov. So in this scenario, the fellow who lent him the money is not allowed to separate Maeser Ani and take that as loan payback. And this person is Zaycha in that which he has, meaning this Ani who had borrowed money from the Israel, who now became wealthy, is Zaycha in that money and he does not have to pay the Israel back. Because again, everything had to do with the stipulation that the payback would be with the Maeser Ani that he was going to be getting. But now he's wealthy and he doesn't deserve Maeser Ani, so there's no need for loan payback. Why is it that the Rabban made to that if this fellow died, that the Israel said we had to collect his loan based off of Maeser Ani, he's going to be separating and giving to other Aniyim, even though the Ani that he lent money to is not here anymore, and they did not make this Takana if this Ani that he lent money to can't get Maeser Ani because he's wealthy. Why should there be a difference between death and becoming wealthy? Either way, this Ani who had borrowed the money is not able to get Maeser Ani anymore, so why should there be a difference if he can't get the money because he died or because he became wealthy? So the more answer is, It's much more common that a person is going to die, and therefore their bottom felt it necessary to make a Takana. It was very uncommon that a person who's poor becomes wealthy, so therefore there's no reason to make such a Takana. And Amar Papa Papa says, This is actually what people say. If someone tells you that your friend died, Asher, that's confirmed, meaning you could believe him. But is Asher, if someone tells you he became wealthy, that's not confirmed. Don't believe him because it's probably not true. Now explain the Mishnah we had said, and the following Gemara is actually going on the last part of the Mishnah, that if the Yisrael had lent the Kain, for example, money in front of Bezdin, so then if the Kain died, the Yisrael does not have to get Rosh from the Yarshim and he's able to use the Truma as payback. Now the Gemara clarifies, Tanya of Abraza, Rabbi Ami Rabbi says, Yarshin Shayarshu. The Mishnah is specifically talking about Yarshim that inherited. Ask the Gemara, Miyaki Yarshim Dalayarti? Do we have such a concept of Yarshim that don't inherit? By calling them Yarshim, that means they inherited something. So what exactly is Rabbi trying to say? The Gemara clarifies, Elham Rabbi says, Shayarshu Karkavlesh Yarshu Ksafim. We're talking about where they inherited property and not they inherited money. Now this has to do with the halacha that Yarshim are chive to repay their father's loans if they inherited Karka, meaning property. But if they only inherited metaltolin, movable objects or money or something like that, they're not chayv to pay their father's loan back, midaraisa, they're only chayv to do so midrabanon. So we're saying over here is that when the Yisrael lent the money to the Kain in front of Bezdin and this Kain died, he's only able to separate Truma and use that as his loan collection if the Yarshim had inherited property, because then they're chayv to pay their father's loan back. A further clarification, Amar Bionison, Amar Bionison says, Let's say the father left a needle's worth of Karka, meaning he left a tiny bit of Karka. The Yisrael is only able to collect that amount worth of Truma. Or Zmalikardom, let's say the father left over an axe worth amount of property, which means left over a lot of property, Gaivamolikardom. So the Yisrael is allowed to collect that amount for his loan. Meaning, let's say the Yisrael's loan was $100, but the father only left over $10 worth of property, so the Yisrael is only able to collect $10 worth of Truma. But if the father left over $100 worth of property, so then the Yisrael is allowed to collect $100 of his loan. Now, for Rabbi Yechon, argues, and he says, Afilo Machat, even if the father only left over a tiny little bit of property, the Yisrael is allowed to collect an axe's worth, meaning he's allowed to collect as much as he needs for his loan. This is just like the story of the small piece of property that happened with Habaye. What happened over here? Yarshim inherited property worth 50, but their father owed 100. So the lender collected the property from them, and in order to prevent the lender from taking it away, they paid him 50 so that he shouldn't collect it. Now he came back again to take it for the other 50 that he was owed, and Abaye Paskin that that was okay to do so. It's the same thing over here, according to Rabbi Yechanan, even if the father only left over $10 of property, the Yisrael could still separate $10 worth of Truma, and then another 10 and another 10 all basing it off of that $10 worth of property that the father left them over until he's able to collect his entire loan. And the Gemara continues, Tanarban, we have a Brisa, Yisrael Sha'amur Alevi, Yisrael told Alevi, Maeser Yashel Chabiyadi, you have Maeser in my hands, meaning I have Maeser of yours, Ein 
wouldn't have to be chayshish that there's trumas meiser here. However, if the Yisrael told the Levi, kur meiser you have a kur of meiser by me, meaning he told him a specific amount, we have to be chayshish that there's trumas meiser here. The Gemara asks, my ka'amar, what is being said in this b'raiso? Extremely cryptic, it doesn't seem to make any sense, so we have to explain it. Amr Abayabai explains as follows, this is what the b'raiso is telling us, Yisrael Sha'amar Levi, Yisrael told the Levi, meiser yashlachabiyadi, I have meiser of yours in my hand, meaning I separated some meiser, and I'm supposed to be giving it to you. However, here, take money for it, meaning I'd like to buy the meiser off of you, and I'd like to keep it for myself. So the Bryce is telling us, We're going to have to be chashish that after Levi received the money, he made that meiser, trumas meiser, in a different place. Let's say the Levi had $1,000 worth of meiser at home, now he just received $100 for meiser that this Yisrael was going to give him. We're going to have to be chashish that after Levi received the money, he said, this $100 worth of meiser that's by the Yisrael should all be considered trumas meiser for this meiser that I have at home. Now, the reason why he technically would be able to do that is because halachically, a sale isn't valid until the buyer does a mashicha on the item. And here the Levi received the money, but there was never a mashicha done on the item. So technically, the Levi could be chazer from the sale, and the meiser remains his, so he could use it for trumas meiser for the produce he has at home. And the only reason why we're not chazer that he did that is because he doesn't know precisely how much meiser there actually is. Maybe he received money, but he doesn't know the actual amount of meiser, so he's not going to use it as trumas meiser for something that he has in his house. However, by continues, kur meiser damav, if the Yisrael told him, there is a core of meiser for you in my house, and here's the money. We do have to be chayshish that after Levi received the money, he made that core of meiser, trumas meiser, for something else, because now he knows exactly how much is there. It's a core. Ask the Gemara, how can we say that? Or we're talking about a Russia to shakli dami, that they take money, umashri lay trumas meiser, and now after he took that money, he's going to turn that meiser into trumas meiser? It can't be that's what the Bryce is saying. This is what the Bryce is saying. Yisrael told Ben Levi, Meiser Lavicha Beyadi, I have Meiser of your fathers in my hand. Heilch Damov, here I'd like to now pay you for that because his Levi's father died. We don't have to be chayshesh that when his father was still alive, that he had made it Trumas Meiser for something else. However, if the Yisrael told the Levi, Kur Meiser Lavicha Beyadi, I have a core of Meiser of your fathers with me, the Heilch Damov, now here's the money for it. We do have to be chayshesh that the father, while he was still alive, had made it Trumas Meiser to something else, and therefore the Yisrael would not be allowed to use it. Ask the Gemara, we still have a problem with this. Are Chaverim suspected of taking off Truma, Shloim and Amokif? There's Allah that Truma has to be taken off Min HaMokif, which means when we're taking Truma off for something, it has to be right next to the thing that it's being taken off for. And this would be considered Shloim and Amokif, because the Meiser is in the Yisrael's house, and we're saying that the father of the Levi designated as Truma's Meiser, which is a type of Truma, even though this thing is being turned into Truma's Meiser, wasn't near the produce that's being turned into Truma's Meiser for. And a Chaver's not suspected of doing that, so that can't be what we're talking about here. Elam Ravashi Rashi says as follows, here's our third explanation. Hachikamer, this is what's being said. Ben Yisrael Sha'amr Levi, the son of a Yisrael said to a Levi, Kach Amr Li Abba, my father told me, Maeser L'chabiyadi, that you have some Maeser in my hands. Ay Maeser L'vichabiyadi, or that your father has some Maeser by me. Let's just use names over here, hopefully it will be less confusing. Chushim Ben Dun told his cousin, Merari Ben Levi, my father Dun told me that he has Maeser for you, Merari. Or Chushim Ben Dun said that my father Dun told me that he has Truma for your father Levi. So in this case, when the Levi receives this Meiser, he has to be chayshish that there's still Trumas Meiser here, which means he has to separate Trumas Meiser and give it to the Kayin. And why is that? Kim like kids, since there wasn't a set amount being spoken about over here, we'll have him talking like Baal So the Baal is not going to be metak in it because we're not talking about a set amount. 
However, let's say the Yisrael told the Levi, so we're talking about a set amount, once he gets this Meister, he doesn't have to be chayshish that there's Trumas Meister here. Why is that? Keem in the kit, since we're talking about a set amount, a kur, the Levi could assume that the Baalabayas, the Yisrael, was already metakin it, meaning he already took off Trumas Meister, and therefore the Levi doesn't have to be worried that there's Trumas Meister here. Ask more, hold on one second. Is the Baalabayas, who's Yisrael, able to take off Trumas Meister? We know that a Levi takes Trumas Meister off of the Meister, not the Yisrael. So my answer is in. Yes, he actually could do so. And why so? Because Abba Allah Zerben this is according to Abulazar ben Gamla. The time you have a bride, Abulazar ben Gamla, Omer, the Pasuk tells us, V'nechshav l'chem trumaschem, and your trumas shall be chashben, that shall be calculated. Lamed alaf, lamed alaf, on top, b'shtei trumas akasem medaber, the Pasuk is talking about two trumas, as it says, trumaschem, your trumas, meaning plural truma. Achas truma g'dayla, v'achas trumas meiser. The Pasuk is talking about both truma g'dayla and trumas meiser. So what do we learn from here? Kshim shet truma g'dayla, and he tells ba'aymed u'machshava, the same way that truma g'dayla is separated by aymed, just by estimation, and by machshava can be done just by thinking about it, and it doesn't have to be physically separated. Kach Trumas Meister, he tells Ba'aymer So too, Trumas Meister could be taken just by estimation and just by thinking about it. And Hoshim Trumas the same way that the Baal himself, he takes off Trumas Meister, Kach Trumas Meister, so too the Baal the Yisrael, he's also able to take off Trumas Meister. We're going to stop here for the day, we'll pick up tomorrow with a similar Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.